1: The gang is back. We have Drew. Wrong way. Ted. And myself, Dave. Back for another preview game episode. This time, the Vikings travel down to Kansas City and meet in Arrowhead Stadium. It's a rare occurrence. The Vikings haven't played the Kansas City Chiefs all that often in the last 50 years. So... But it should be a good one. You have two playoff-bound teams meeting head-to-head on Sunday. The Vikings will travel, play outdoors, on grass. So it should be a challenge. But let's see. How you doing, Drew?
2: You know what? Can you trip a towel over that sweatshirt? I can't do a show looking at that all day. <laughs> no, is
1: it too bad? <laughs> I put on my other shirt. You not
2: you. Yours, is not, not, yours doesn't say anything.
1: <laughs> no, mine's just purple.
2: Oh jeez! Uh it's good to be back on in here with you guys. Looking forward to a good show. Looking forward to a big week. We've won four in a row. It's going to be a big test going into Arrowhead. Big test for Kirk. Big test for the offense. Big test for everybody.
0: I hear the Spot. birds are excited about it.
2: We're six and two. Yeah, they're having. They're pretty excited today. they si- we're six and two. We're heading into the second half of the season, so. Season's flying by, though, man, too fast.
1: Well, first off, I want to pull a Kirk Cousins. I want to apologize to you, Drew, over the last week's show. Kirk Cousins did play better than I thought. I went through, I saw something, and I went through in the deep dive into the stats and into the film and found out what I did see. But Kirk Cousins was like 86% on his past receptions. And I do want to apologize to you for Don't that. apologize to me. Call
2: him. Apologize to him. Wait. No, no, no. Call him and say something mean to him and piss him off. I'd yes. rather you did that. Well, that I,
1: I could because there was something I did find. Now, we all were thinking after last week's game that the O line didn't play so hot. Well, looking up the pressure numbers, they actually did decent. But I did a deep dive to see what in the world it was that I saw because I was quite vehement. And the end of the raw game. Oh, was the alcohol you saw. Well, that, that that's that, too, way, that was a good throwaway. way to say you were wrong, buddy. <laughs> I was wrong. Kirk Cousins threw for 88, over 88% completion rate. Out of 23 out of 26, one drop, two throwaways, which were fine. But what I saw was the check downs, and I even mentioned that. I looked at the, uh, what I found was I looked at the air yards. How many throws over 10 yards did he make? And he only attempted four. And it led for an air yard average of 3.69 yards per attempt, which is one of the lowest of the season. And it matches the low ones in his when he was bad kirk, and we were about ready to ship can him. What made up the difference though was the yak. The Vikings got their highest volume of of yards after catch in Thursday's game at a 66.32% rate. And that made it up because it it wasn't the line play. He was only under pressure 26.92%, which is not not that bad. It's actually one of the better games. He'd been higher in the last two previous games. But it came down to not throwing past that 10 yards. Now, what I think it was, was Kansas City came out in a normal, Two high safety configuration. Washington, Washington, yeah, Washington came out, and Kansas City may too. I don't know, but they came out in a two high safety configuration. Well, he's been playing against a one high safety, where they bring in the other safety to fill the box to stop Dalvin Cook, because of course stop the run, make Kirk Cousins win. Well, I think that went off script, and we know when he goes off script, he tends to get a little slow in his reaction and he vapor locks a little bit. And his default throw, when that happens, is the check down. And that's what I saw. But he did have a good game. I mean, he didn't throw any bad passes. I, I can't fault him for that. And for that, I apologize to you, Drew, and, of course, to Tad, who is agreeing with Drew. Ted, how you doing?
3: That was a lot of nerd stats to say you were wrong, brother.
2: Yeah, that was pretty nerdy. Woo! I accept the apology, but you don't have to ever apologize to me.
3: I don't like How am I always? If I was any better, better. I'd be against the law. Let's (laughs) light this candle.
1: There we go. Now we're off. We're off (laughs) and running. All right, Ted, how do you think this game this week down in Kansas City is going to go?
3: My gut tells me the Vikings will lose. Why? (sighs) Look at this. There's got to be a
1: brain reason
3: behind that, too. I, the tendency for the Vikings defense this year has been to start off slow. They got away with it against the last four opponents, which were, help me out here, the Giants, uh, Eagles. the Redskins, and Detroit. Yeah. If you get off slow on the road... In that environment, possibly with Patrick Mahomes as the quarterback, although although their backup, uh, his name is right there on the tip of my tongue.
2: Matt Moore. Oh,
3: Matt Moore. Matt Moore, uh, who the last time he played the Vikings, literally Man, lit just something. absolutely lit the Minnesota Vikings up, by the way, with Carolina. Um, of course, that was a lifetime ago, but it doesn't matter. Anyways, you get off to a slow start in that environment, it, rem- it would remind me very much of the Chicago game. Now, the main difference between that Bears game and this game is that the Chiefs defense, and Drew, I'm sure you'll get in the numbers, is not very good at all. So the Vikings would be able to probably catch up and match. I'm still not comfortable uh, about getting in a shootout, with which is really good and can can kill you <clears throat> with multiple ways. They're Receivers are ungodly fast. Uh, Tyreek Hill and and Hardman. I I don't know that the Vikings secondary can keep up with those guys. The Chiefs offensive line is very good, so I think they'll be able to buy Matt more time. Uh, this is just a matchup that that just does not seem very favorable for the Vikings, at least for the Vikings defense compared to the Chiefs offense. The way those two units have been playing. And I I think when you add in the element of the Chiefs playing at home, um, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough hill for the Vikings to climb.
1: Because there is a difference between
3: the Vikings road
1: team, especially the defense, and the Vikings home team, especially the defense, and how they play this year, and it has been for many years. Yeah. So I I can understand that gut feeling. How about you, Drew? What are you thinking? I kind of
2: right along the same lines as that. I mean, I watched Matt Moore play last last week against that team from Wisconsin. And, and to be honest, I, usually when a starting quarterback goes out, like when, you know, of course, nobody wants to face Mahomes, but there didn't really seem to be that much of a drop-off. I mean, I don't think Matt Moore is the playmaker Mahomes is, but he was still running that offense really well. So I don't think we gained much of an advantage there. And I think that's mainly because of those wide receivers. Those wide receivers – Bubble screens, wide receiver flat out screens, slants. All, all they <laughs> they I, I would be I would be hard pressed to say if they lost Hill or the other guy that Ted just mentioned, Hardeman, they'd be worse off than losing Mahomes. Because they run everything through those wideouts. Everything in Kelsey. Kelsey, you gotta add him in there.
3: Yeah.
2: Uh it's the tight end of the two wideouts. I'm not worried about their run game.
1: Well, Speaking of the whiteouts, I was looking at their percentages of how much they run and pass. And the Vikings are almost dead even. They're just under 51% run and lower 49% pass. Whereas the Chiefs are in the 60% pass range, and the rest is 30 some odd percent run. It's it's a huge difference.
2: Yeah, the Chiefs' rushing game is only twenty seventh <clears throat> in the league. So, I'm not, you know, they're 27th in the league. They only get 80 yards a game rushing. If they're going to move the ball, it's going to be through the air. But, you know, Kelsey, if this, you guys know the Vikings are notorious for giving tight ends huge games. And that's not the guy you want running through, getting eight, nine catches in the first half, running through the seam and catching passes and running the offense. And they got to get a handle on, <clears throat> on him. And, of course, Tyreek Hill. But the Chiefs' offensive line has only given up 11 sacks all season, so you
1: know, that'll change.
2: Part of me would say if you can't, I think you
1: know,
2: we want to say it comes down to pressuring the quarterback. We say that every week, but this is more than. I mean, this really holds true this week. If we don't get in there on more and we pull a Chase Daniel with him and let him just rifle the ball around the field, I don't want to. We can't get in a shootout with these guys because our bread and butter is running the football. I wouldn't really mind a couple 10-minute drives. Sunday, just to keep whether it's Moore or Macomb's quarterbacking, get their offense on the sidelines, Leave them on the I, sidelines, but they can't yeah. hurt us. Hill can't hurt us if he's on the sidelines. So might, maybe some long drawn out drives, maybe the maybe the uh, strategy
3: to help help a victory this week. I don't know. I, I will say the uh, the Vikings offense is suited to match up very well against the Chiefs defense, and if they can if they can eat a lot of clock. That's a really good point, Drew. If they can eat a lot of clock and, and keep the Chiefs' offense off the field, I think they'll have a decent chance. But if if you want to get into a, what do they call it, basketball on grass shootout, like no. Joe Tiller's Purdue offense back in the day, <laughs> you're, it's, it's, you're going to have a bad day.
2: Holy shit, a Joe Tiller
3: reference? You just That's, are. Yeah, how about that? Huh? The Chiefs um, are... 30th in rush defense. There's
2: only two teams worse than them. They give up 145 a game on the ground. So, yeah, if, we're, if we really want to win the game. run Long, drawn-out drives that end in touchdowns, leaving Hill on the sidelines. Now, get, watching football 50 years, you have to see a guy score a touchdown from the sidelines. Get him on the sidelines. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, so your game plan is run to set up the pass and use the pass efficiently where we're not running. And just march it down, take it nice, slow
2: and easy. Yeah, I mean everybody would like a quick strike eighty-yard touchdown. Points are points, right? I and mean, if that happens, that happens. But our best bet for a victory is having our offense out on the field. Uh, and then, you know, of course, maybe you got you can't kick field goals like we did last week. Who is that in the picture right there? That's my cat. Oh, cool, cat. What do you think?
3: Uh, Cat don't
2: care about football. <laughs> the uh, the Vikings have to finish a little bit better down at the other end. I don't know what was happening against Washington, but settling for all those field goals, not to take anything away from Bailey. He was doing his job. But you can't beat the Chiefs kicking field goals all day. No, no <laughs> the, Chief, the Chiefs, to me, guys, whether it's Mahomes or, or Matt Moore, they're going to be around 24 to 30 points.
3: It's, it's, that's how I see it. And, and, Drew, you brought up a good comparison with it with Matt Moore and Chase Daniel. Uh Chase Daniel picked apart the Vikings defense. And and if everybody thinks this is going to be a cakewalk because Pat Mahomes is more than likely going to be out. You're you're in for a, you're in for a rude awakening. Uh, Matt a, Matt Moore I mean he he played a very good game against uh, a pretty good what Green Bay has on Sunday night. And were it not for a pretty sorry Chiefs defense, he would have beaten them. I will say that Chiefs' defensive performance gave me hope that the Vikings can uh, can go in there and put some points on the board. The, the big thing for me is turnovers. Uh, you know, when the Vikings get on the road, they just seem to become turnover machines. If they can eliminate that and Dalvin Cook can get going pretty early, I, I, they have a chance to have a really good day. But I, I, I still, though, my gut tells me the Vikings on the road are different than the Vikings at home, and and hopefully. Hopefully the, the home team will show up in Kansas City. The way the home team plays will show up in Kansas City. But until it happens, I'm, I'm not, uh, I'm, I'm not going to take that for granted.
2: You know, part of me is in full agreement with what Ted started out with because we've seen so many Viking games. You start out with a tip pass, it gets picked off. You know, Hill gets a lucky run to the end zone. They kick off, we fumble. You know, then one thing after another, and then. We're down a bunch of points, and then we start playing. That's happened so often on the road with the Vikings, where they just make so many mistakes they have to dig their way out of a hole. And this is the stadium that really happens. Things can go haywire pretty fast in Arrowhead.
3: Yeah, yeah, especially when that crowd. You know, if they, if that, if that happens, and the crowd gets into it, and you know, you've got 110, 115 decibels, and the stadium's just literally shaking. It's 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 hard to win games in the NFL. It's especially hard to win on the road, and it's it's damn near impossible to win games on the road in the NFL when you put yourself in a 14 or 17 point hole early in the game. It just is.
2: Right, right. I don't, I don't, being that we're six and two, do you guys feel like we have any wiggle room? I mean, this would be a little different game if we were four and four. It'd be a lot more pressure for us to to win. Not to say there's any wiggle room in the NFL. Every loss can be a ball buster, but do you guys feel at six and two, you know, do you have any wiggle room to lose this game and come back next week or you know no.
3: Uh, see, no, not I, at all.
1: I disagree. They go four and four and uh, and we're still gonna end up ten and six, which should
3: make the yeah, but 10, 10, you think a walk Ten and six ain't going ten and six ain't gonna do it this year, boys. Yeah. Seattle's six and two. Uh San Francisco's undefeated. The Packers are seven and one. I, I mean we were in the, the be, NFC East, okay. But we're not. We're going to be a 5 or 6 seed, probably at 11 and 5, if not 12 and 4. Normally, think...
2: 10 does get you in. 10 is like, what, 90%? Yeah. But not, this...
1: we'll, not in the NFC. We'll but I don't think we're going 4 and 4 over the last eight. I We may go 6 and
2: 2. I'm a little concerned about the offensive line, too. Kansas City has... 25 sacks on the season, which is two more than the Vikings. So, they know how to pressure. I know Frank Clark didn't play last week, but, you know, they were pressuring uh, the, um, against the team from Wisconsin as much as I've seen even without Frank Clark. So, I'm kind of worried about our O-line because of the way we played against the Redskins. I don't know how you guys feel about that. Maybe they'll have a bounce-back game.
3: You know, I saw a thing where halfway through the season, uh, was it Pro? Yeah, PFF Pro Football Focus as the Vikings is just outside the top 10 in terms of offensive line at 11th overall and I gotta say the, the offensive line save for a couple of really bad games by Pat Elfline has been a lot more consistent and a lot more better especially over this this last month or so of football. Why does it feel so that it's not to me just because
2: I'm used to him being shoddy
3: <laughs> you, I, it's, I, it's- I actually think it's been pretty good I mean look how well the running game has been pretty much all year. Yeah, I mean the running game is a plus, but the, the you know and the pass protection is good. I something about that skins
2: game they were getting too much penetration right up the middle, and it didn't sit well with me. Yeah,
1: yeah that's they only hard. got just under 27 yeah. percent pressure, which is lower than it was the previous two weeks. Ah, maybe I'm just isolating on a few plays, but it looked like
3: no, it looked like they owned the line of scrimmage against well, us. Well, but... especially
1: when they came up the middle.
3: But no, you're right. They they did, Drew. Um, it, it was as bad as it's been over that four game winning streak what are you guys hearing about Thielen? is he coming back this week
1: he was out practicing today and he had the attention band hooked up to his back where the trainer pulls on him as he runs okay so it, it's okay they are thinking so
3: it, it, it's okay if he doesn't play Josh docks in his back and, and he'll be he'll be the, the the cure that what ails us did they right. ever did they promote anybody <laughs> to the 53 today? Uh, they well, they act. They, they designated Doxson from IR, so I think they have. I think because I know there's a, have, everybody
1: comes back and they've got that two or three week window.
3: Yeah. BS. Um. Thank I. You. I oh, like, but bo- the bottom line is no. Dachson Dachson has not been put on the fifty-three man roster, but he can. He's now eligible to practice, and I I think. I think everybody. Is. Like Zimmer said today, uh, he, they think he'll be ready not for the Kansas City game, but for Dallas in like a week and a half or whatever. So it's probably going to be – once they do activate Doxon, I would imagine Davion Davis will be the guy they they cut and put back on the practice squad. Especially after
1: this last weekend.
2: Well, Well, we'll I I ask about Thielen because we got the third-ranked offense, which is the Vikings, against the fifth-ranked offense, which is the Chiefs. So if this goes down shootout alley – I'd like to have you some Adam Thielen out there playing. If he does it does end up going down,
3: Thielen right. thrives with oh, shootouts, man. And and he was sorely missed. I, I he was sorely missed last week. You talked about the the Vikings not being able to convert in the red zone. I think if Thielen had played that game, four of those field goals would only have been probably two field, I think a couple more touchdowns with Thielen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Easy, easy. On top of Diggsy's 140 average for the last three weeks. 140 yards that was that was amazing but no i agree with you on that if he's back that opens up a boatload of stuff and you where were we ranked offensively Drew?
2: third overall we're the 16th, number 16 passing attack and of course we're number three rushing attack we're always behind uh baltimore and san francisco but we're running the ball at 160 yards a game. You're running the ball for 160 yards a game, you should be 6-2, and two, if not better. Yeah. Because you're controlling every other aspect of the game. You're controlling the time of possession. You're controlling how much the other team has their offense out there. Uh, Chiefs are all wound around their offense in their passing game. Like I said, they're 27th running the football. They got LaShawn McCoy, who's 73 years old and tends to fumble. <laughs> they got it you know, they're, they're scoring defense. It's only 17th. They give up 23 points a game. You know, the the, the writing's on the wall for how Zimmer should be scheming this team. You know, it's, you can't let Hill take over the game and Kelsey can't do it. No. And if the Vikings can afford that first quarter full tilt boogie freaking out, getting to a hole bullshit, I think they'll be all right. Well, I really famous. wouldn't mind this game. I wouldn't mind this game being 14-14 at the half. I'd feel better about that because then we got a little bit of you know we're not we're not in that big hole trying to climb back out
3: but it and i agree i agree 100% but for me it's until they prove they can not start out slow i'm just i'm just kind of wired to think they will i mean they they've done it Every road game this year so far, they, well, they with always, the exception of the Giants. It's just aggravating. They always, they, I don't know
2: what it is. I mean, you talk to Herm Edwards, he's all about how you, you're, you know, what the coach is. You either coach it or you're allowing it to happen, one of the two. Yeah. But they start out like in Soldier Field, that first drive, Truskitsky fumbles. Everson Griffin picks it up. That's what we need to take the momentum right off the bat, and then we have a yeah. pedal. We, yep. had the, we had it. That whole game would have ended up differently, I guarantee you. So you got to. The Vikings have got to start a game with that kind of a play. They need a splash play on defense rather than giving the other team seven first downs. You can't do it. No. They, can't, cool. they can't. do it. They can't. They can't turn the ball over. And they got to be aggressive, I think, on defense. And you got to come after, come after the whatever whoever the quarterback is. Even if it's Mahomes, he's going to be limited. They're not going to beat you with the run. They're going to beat you with Hill. So. That guy, and that guy, I can't even tell you how you start how to start covering that guy. I I got nothing, man. There's nothing I, I you mean, can't do. He's not a one-trick pony like Cordell Patterson. He's a, I mean, this guy can do everything. Yeah. So, that's, game plan's got to be wrapped around him, but first half's going to be the game, boys. I mean, second half's going to be anybody's game if we keep it close, so. That's I would agree 100%. We have improved defensively from one week to another. The last week, we were sixth overall. This week, we're fifth. Last week, we were 15th in pass defense, and somehow we end up eighth this week. Really? Yeah, we end up eighth at 224 yards a game. And we're exactly the same kind of rush defense. The Vikings, overall fifth. Pass defense, eighth. Rush defense, seventh. Scoring defense, third. I mean, those are top-notch numbers. So, you know, as much as we bend but don't break. This is going to be a good
3: test, a good challenge for our team. I'm looking forward to this game. We'll see what happens. I, I, I just, you know, the these next two games, if they can split these next two games with Kansas City and Dallas, I, I'm going to feel pretty confident about them getting to the postseason. If, if they, you know, kind of play like they have against good teams on the road in recent seasons, then I'm just going to think same old Vikings.
1: Yeah, but if Kirk stays hot. Don't you think they can pull it out?
3: Oh yeah, they they definitely have the the horses to to run with Kansas City. Um, if I mean if they want to play shootout, they can they can play shootout. If Kirk Cousins is is the guy we've seen over the last month, I I agree 100. percent But the guy we've seen over the last month is not the guy that we've seen against good teams on the road.
2: Right, that's huge. That's huge right there.
3: So. You know, if, if that Kirk Cousins shows up, the Vikings are going to get the break speed off of them. They just are. And, and and then and then we're going to be back. We're going to be back right to where we were at the end of the Chicago game. What are we going to do? Well, oh, woe is us. That guy sucks. We got another, you know, 23 games, left, and then we got to, you know, let's talk about drafting a quarterback in the first round. I mean, I can see this playing out. If the Vikings win, it's going to be unicorns and rainbows, boys. And the Vikings lose, it's going to be we're, we're out of the playoffs. And let's talk first-round quarterback drafts. Let's go. There's there's no there is no middle ground these next two weeks. None, zero, zip, z- nada, zilch. That's
2: a good rant right there. That is a damn good. That's a game seven rant with two sight. <laughs> that's a game seven rant with two sight young guys on the mound tonight, baby. <laughs> I agree with everything that man just said. <laughs> You know, one week, one week, Ted's going Miami, baby, and then you look back on the other shows. You know what? I'm officially off the Kirk Cousins (laughs) bandwagon. (laughs) I'm off the Mike Zimmer bandwagon. I'm off the Chris Spielman bandwagon. What do you say, Mike? Nice game, Mike. Mike. (laughs) It's gonna be. It's gonna wins and losses are gonna fluctuate. That's exactly you said it perfectly. That's exactly how everybody feels about it all.
1: Well, as I in a conversation (laughs) on Twitter, I had. I've got this good Kirk, Bad Kirk indicator thing going. But if he takes us all the way to the promised land and wins, all's forgiven.
3: Build him a statue. Yeah. all will be forgiven. Build him and his build him and his conversion band a statue. Do it. (laughs) Yeah. And it'll work. I'll even design it and do the artwork for
1: it if they want. So. Drew, have you got any Vikings versus Chiefs trivia to throw on Ted. You guys want to do some trivia? Let's
2: do it. Let's do it. Do you have a song? <laughs> Days your lifeline. You get one mulligan for each question. This is going to take your mind, it's going to take your brain, <laughs> it's going to take your wit and your wisdom. And everything that you hold sacred, even Susan Sarandon. Okay, let's get started. Number one.
0: Today's episode
2: is brought to you by cars.com. Right. You have a possible of like 80 points. Your record's right. 29. So, here we go. We're going to start off going back to 2003 when the Vikings hammered Kansas City 45-20 to 20 at the Metrodome. Okay. Each team had a running back rush for three TDs that day. Can you name the running
3: backs? In 2003. So, let's see. That That's the Mike Tice era. That would be Michael Bennett for the Vikings. Incorrect.
2: Really? Well, he was there, but he didn't get the three touchdowns.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> let me, let me, you You're gonna Maybe?
2: be gonna be pissed when you find out who it is. Ontario, Ontario Smith. Smith. <laughs> Ontario
3: <laughs> Smith. Do
2: you know the Chiefs guy? We I mean, he salvaged one point out of that. Um if you don't answer, that's not a that's not incorrect. It's only incorrect if you do answer. So oh, Dave yeah. could probably. Have no.
3: You got any idea who the Chiefs guy was? No, not really. Right. Hol- Mah- no. Holmes. Yes, Priest oh, Holmes. Holmes. Oh duh, yeah. Dave, strike up the band for
2: Charlie Daniels. He just got mm-hmm. here. first point. Good job, Dave. Uh, name the two starting
3: quarterbacks in that game for two more points. Two thousand three. That would have been Dante Culpepper from the Minnesota Vikings. Ding, 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 ding. The Kansas City Chiefs, two thousand and three. Man, um, what do you think, Dave?
2: He's in the booth doing play-by-play now for Fox.
0: Well, that blows. Oh, my Trent one. Green. There you
1: go. There you him Good, because you got it with the hint.
2: All right, that's three to start out.
1: I don't know that many Kansas City Chiefs quarterbacks. Next question. Back during that horrible first Super Bowl, that's when you cue in the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: quack, Lost to Kansas City in 1970 it was from the 69th season. The Vikings only scored one touchdown in that game. Who and how did it happen?
3: Who got the touchdown and how did he do it? For the Vikings? Uh, it was a rushing touchdown by Dave
0: Osborne.
2: Bears for two
3: points. Excellent
2: two-pointer uh give me the starting give me the head coaches and the starting quarterbacks for
3: each team from super bowl four yes that would be for the vikings bud grant uh quarterback was joe cap excellent excellent for the kansas city chiefs that was hank stram excellent and len dawson was the quarterback and what show did lenny dawson host inside the nfl Yeah, dude that's times. five. that's seven points I should get a bonus point for answering Nick Bonacani as his co-host on HBO, which would be another bonus point. Snap. <laughs> <laughs> this, this ain't the Wisconsin Badgers. Thank
2: you. The- <laughs> so the first two questions, you got a total of ten points. Well done. All right, all right. <clears throat> I'm thinking of three players that both played for the Vikings and the Chiefs. One was a running back, one was a defensive end, and one was a kicker. One point for each correct answer.
3: Jared uh, Allen. Running back, because we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Tony Richardson. There's two. Um, who, who was the guy you said? I said Jared Allen, defensive end. Jared Allen. And then Jan Steneru. There <laughs> you oh, go. Bing, 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 Milk the
2: cow, baby. Three points. <laughs> what was the name of the horse that used to circle the field in Kansas City every time they got a touchdown in the 70s?
3: I didn't even know that happened. I'm going
1: to say Traveler. No. No, it, I remember that. I want to say Silver, but I don't think it was Silver. So,
2: both good guesses Traveler or Silver. The name of the horse was Warpaint. Yes,
1: Warpaint. that's right.
2: Ever have a chance to see John Madden tell that story about Warpaint? YouTube it and watch it. They got beat like 62 to 3 one week by Kansas City. Yeah. And he said Warpaint was. <laughs> Kill that horse, cause had to like a bunch of laps. <laughs> it's a classic. If you ever have Kansas City, check it out. All right, so you can get one for that. <clears throat> the Vikings have only won one time in Kansas City, one time. Man, it doesn't bode well for Sunday, does it? <laughs> can you name the year? 1974. <laughs> <laughs> That is damn good knowledge right
1: there for a point. Damn, that's a long time ago.
2: Yeah. From that 1974 game at Arrowhead, can you name the wide receiver for the Vikings who caught two passes from Fran Tarkenton that day for touchdowns? <clears throat> John Gilliam. Incorrect. Ah.
1: Ahmad Rashad.
2: Incorrect. Sammy McCollum caught a 34-yarder and a 10-yarder. All right. Also, three different Viking running backs had touchdowns that day. We laid it on them, 35-15 that day. So can you name – you get a point for each running back you can name that had a touchdown that day. And I'm going to give it. you – one of them was not Chuck Foreman. Really? That's who you are going to guess, I know. So that was going to be
3: one of them, yeah. Okay, so Ed Marinero. He did score that day. Eddie Marinero. Dave Osborne. Oh! No?
2: Oh? No. Nope. Dave? Ooh.
1: This guy ooh, fumbled
2: ooh. against the Raiders. Brett McClanahan. Brett McClanahan, the other one was the big O, Oscar Reed. Oscar Reed. Yeah. Okay. Well, you, this leads us into the Kansas City, the final Kansas City question, because we always do one from the other team. All right. Kansas City is so a damn insignificant at our time looking shit up. <laughs> every year kansas city takes one player from 1970 they've done it all the way up to this year they take one player and they put him in their own personal chiefs hall of fame so okay. from 1970 to 2019 you get a point for every guy you can name and this li- this list includes players coaches or executives
3: all right so um lenny dawson lenny dawson is on there
2: yes
1: Hank Stram. Uh, Bobby Bell.
2: Bobby Bell is on there. Hank Stram is on there.
3: Stram. Lamar Hunt. Lamar Hunt is on there. Uh, Ed Podolak. Ed Podolak, <laughs> number 14, my man. Remember Eddie Podolak? He's really yeah. good. Um. Let's see. Uh. Did I, did I say Bobby Bell? You did say Bobby Bell. Willie Lanier. Willie Lanier is on there. Um Fred the Hammer Williamson. I don't see him on here. Oh well.
1: So that's my mulligan. Um Kicker Williamson, Jan Stenerud.
3: Oh, Jan Stenerud, yeah, he's gotta be on there. He's on here. I'm really surprised Freddie Williamson
1: isn't on here.
2: Maybe he had all those years with the Packers or something to give credit for that. Jan Stenerud is on
1: here, yes. Excellent. The human joystick. I'm forgetting his name.
3: There, kick return. Dante Hall? Wait, Dante Hall was, like, played in the 90s, not, not oh, nineteen seven. Okay. Now this list includes 70s, 80s,
2: 90s, 2000s, and 2010s. Oh, oh, okay. So, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't really explain it. Yeah, players all the way up to, like,
3: Will Shields is on there, Priest Holmes is on there. Oh, okay, okay, okay. All right, so then... um. Is Joe Delaney in there? Did they put Joe Delaney in there? Yes, huh? the late, Joe Delaney, rest Joe Delaney. in peace. Um,
2: sad, sad, sad story with Joe. Uh,
3: Derek Thomas is in there. He's got to yes. be. Yes, yes, he is in there. Tony Gonzalez?
2: Yes, Tony Gonzalez is in there. He's the last one they did. They did his number last year. His name.
3: Will Shields? Did we mention Will Shields? Will, Will Shields is on there. 2012, they put him in. Um. They mentioned Priest Holmes.
2: Yes, yes, Priest Holmes is on that list. I, uh, we said Hank Stratton. Would Marty Schottenheimer be in there? So the running back that you guys mentioned earlier in the show—that's on there. Yes, Marty Schottenheimer is in there. Really, He's yeah. Schottenheimer. 2010, they inducted him into their own personal Hall of Fame.
3: Um, God, who would the right would be guy? like Andy Reid? Gets there all the
2: way to the top and then fails. The running back to play for both the Vikings and the Chiefs is oh Tony Richardson. Yes. yes, Really? cool. Yes, 2016. 2016, they put him in there. Man, they had a lot of really good players. Now yes, they sit they and look at this list. Geez, man,
1: I still um, remember when Joe Montana went to the Chiefs, and
3: he is not on there.
1: here. Well, no, he wasn't <laughs> there long enough. But he and Roger Craig, and they went in you know, overtime with Kansas City and the battle and the back and forth.
3: What about that wide receiver that busted our balls in the Super Bowl? You know he's in there. Oh, yeah. What's that dude's name? I, I can't remember what his name is. Joe Bagadolins?
2: That's it. Otis Taylor. Otis Taylor. <laughs> That's it.
3: Yeah. Wow, you guys did really good. So, yeah. That's about it. That's about all I know for Chiefs. Chiefs stuff. Some notable names. Are you done? They've been yeah, good as,
1: I'm yeah. Good. yeah, I'm done. I
3: don't. So 15,
2: your record's 29. 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29. They <laughs> tied it. Oh, man. The okay. date you missed was Christian Okoye.
3: Oh, the Nigerian nightmare. How did Which, I not, it, not get that
2: guy? I had a star next to his name because I knew you'd get that one. You never did. Oh. Johnny Alt, uh Neil Smith. Oh yeah, guy. Neil Smith was good. Curly Culp, the great Curly Culp. Yeah. Cult. Yeah, Curly Nick, Nick Lowry, Gary Barbaro, Art Still, Jack Rudney, the old center, uh, Jim
3: Tyner, Mike Garrett, the running back. Mike Garrett so, is the running back in Super Bowl four. I'm trying to he's the guy that did sixty-five toss power trap. Sixty-five <laughs> toss power trap. And the biggest nah.
2: name you left off here was Emmett Thomas, who might be the greatest chief defensive player besides
3: yeah. Lanier played. Emmett Thomas was the shit. And he was but actually, and Emmett Thomas was on the Vikings coaching staff back in the day, too. was I, I think he was like the secondary coach or something. I'd have to look it up. Quality was on. You know, we, may, we
1: may
2: not have any Super Bowls, but we had some damn good coaches, didn't we? <laughs> yeah. Tony yeah. Dunchy, Billick, De, uh, Tomlin. Uh, Pete Carroll. Everybody that's won a Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, Tom. Yeah. I say, for Chiefs knowledge, you guys did damn good getting 29. That was well
1: done today. I didn't cool. think you record. With that, let's wrap this puppy up. What are the last words have you got going into Sunday's game against the Chiefs? Ted? Drew?
3: One of you. Super Bowl homeboy, we'll see you in Miami.
2: Time of possession. I like that one. I'll leave it with that. We win the time of possession. We had a window to dunk ya. And and turn the
3: Turtles battle. Dog Glover story. Since we're talking about the Chiefs, make it quick. Dog Glover story. All right. <laughs> so so the the we we talked about Super Bowl four. Yes. My dad was convinced. And I've, I've told you guys this. I don't know if I mentioned it on the show before. My father was convinced the Vikings, and particularly Vikings all-time hero Joe Capp, was paid money under the table to throw that game. And I was too young. I, I, I was only two when that game went off. But my dad says you watched you watched that team play those those regular season games the playoff games against the Rams and the Browns, and there was there was no way that team. Uh, could have played like that, especially Joe Cap, because I think he said Joe Cap had six interceptions in that game. He said, "I'm sorry, there were players on that game, on that team, in that game, on the take." Really? I, I, I will go to my grave believing that. And you look at you look at the way Joe Cap played. And then, as my father said it, he pushed out, said he hurt his ribs and didn't play. I'm telling you, he said, "Vikings were on the take that game. They should have beat the pants off the Chiefs, but." But Joe Cap was on the take. And that's going to incense a lot of Vikings fans, especially old school guys right. that remember that team. But but well, my dad got worked up about that. He, that was, he said that was the one team, that was the best Vikings team that will ever be until they win a Super Bowl. And they might even be better than some team that wins a Super Bowl one day. He said, and I, my reference was always 1998, he said that 69 defense was as ferocious as... As the 1998 offense was explosive, There was no way that should have happened unless people were on the take in that game. Wow.
2: So. Wow, that is that is. I'd have to defer to him because it was. I didn't start watching football until after that, so everything I know about that Super Bowl, I have to look back and watch from highlights. But yeah. So. You know. I trust I trust Don Glover's judgment on something.
3: It's also but, my spicy
2: hot take for the week too. Don Glover,
3: spicy hot
2: take. <laughs> I don't have a spicy hot take. Although Tony Bell swears by that team being the greatest Viking team ever, also. So yeah. between it's Tony Bell and Don Glover, that's that that's enough for me. That's all I need to hear. I'm convinced. Final word, Drew. Meow meow, Viking Cow. Mm-hmm. Dead. Go, right. You Go, guys
1: right. take care. Say. Good job on the trivia. Go, everybody.
0: We talk about tech in terms of a handful of gigantic companies like Google, Meta and Apple. But some of the most
2: interesting stuff we find online is the product of a single person.
0: with us, what she's learned. I can't believe the McRib locator was originally a tornado locator. Right. <laughs> Pretty wild.
2: Listen to our solo acts mini series now in the Vergecast feed, anywhere you find podcasts.